I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. Could you commit to buying just five items of clothing for the whole year? Well, according to a report from a think tank at the Hotter Coal Institute, it stated we need to radically reduce our fashion consumption. So it said a specific brief. It says uh, if no other actions are implemented, such as repairing, mending or washing at lower temperatures or buying secondhand, purchases of new garments should be limited to an average of five items a year. Our sustainable image consultant is taking this on board. I'm delighted to have Maria Mackling from House of Colour back with us on the show. Good afternoon, Maria. Hi, Sinead. Good afternoon. I wasn't planning to announce this on air, but there you are. You've done it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, so this, uh, you see, this is, makes you hold, hold to your challenge. But I've no doubt you will, because this, uh, you know, you've done this before where you haven't bought anything new. But this is very specific, Maria, right? Five items. It may not seem like an awful lot, but it's really about being clever about what those five items are, isn't it? I think so. I think if you really have to think about every single purchase and you have, you know, if you have a list of things and you've only five items on that list, before you tick one off, you're going to think long and hard about whether whether you're going to buy it or not. Mm. And when you think long and hard about something and you've and you've really researched it, you've taken your time with it, you know what's right for you. For me, the value is huge and you cherish it and you look after it because it's just got a different, it, 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 you'll support it differently. It's got a different feel for you. I mean, it's, it's the same way that Oscar Wilde said, you know, I'm writing you a long letter because I don't have time to write a short one. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're saying. I know what you're saying. I love that. And I I love that you're bringing him into it as well. Um, now, the thing about you as well, when it comes to kind of buying for yourself, you do have sort of a checklist that you, you run through and you do kind of, you know, have a look obviously in your wardrobe, but you notice what's missing, where is the gaps, but also the item that you buy needs to kind of go through a certain set of criteria as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm very strict about this. And I, I liken it to shopping for your fridge, mm. shopping for your kitchen. I mean, when you go grocery shopping every week, you know what you like, you know what you don't like, you know what you know how to cook, and you know what you don't know how to cook. I mean, you're not going to buy pomegranate, for example, yeah. if you have no idea how to use it, right? So, and you're very clear, or you look up a cookery book to make sure that you have the ingredients for the recipe you're going to try out. And you'll check your children's eating habits to make sure that what you buy, they bloom and well eat because yeah. they don't eat everything. And so you stock your fridge accordingly and you stock your kitchen cabinet accordingly. And I think if we all use that same process in our wardrobes, we would have less waste. We don't have food waste. You'd have less waste. You'd be very clear about what you're buying and why. It, why and you'd wear everything much more often. Yeah, I mean, it's, it makes perfect sense to me. And yes, I do have a checklist. First of all, it has to fit you now, not when you lose the two pounds oh. or, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that, yeah. Second one is you need to check the quality and make sure you're happy that the quality reflects the price you're paying. 
Mm. You know, if it's a cheap garment, the quality will reflect that. But the buy cheaply, buy twice. That's what my son says. And he's right. Buy cheaply, buy twice. The third thing is to make sure that the color flatters you, the style suits you, it fits you, or it's particularly useful for you. So if you're someone who goes to the gym every morning, mm. you need the gear to go to the gym in. You know, so those are the key things that you need to check. Absolutely. And another thing as well that I know that you you check quite a bit is you see how many of the things that I already have yeah. in my wardrobe will this go with? Go. And that's really yeah. crucial. And actually, I was on uh, having a flick on Instagram this morning and I came across uh, Caroline Doran, who I follow. She's absolutely brilliant. She is very much about sustainable fashion as well. And she had bought herself a new cardigan and she had the exact same outfit. So it was like just a plain, you know, jeans or whatever. And the cardigan, it was a nice pink cardigan. She put it the, the proper way with the buttons up the front she flipped it around to have the buttons the at the back mm. and it was so mm. easy but instantly mm-hmm. it looked different and it's about yeah. this isn't it about experimentation being clever with clothing as well it's absolutely about experimentation and and again that's something I do when I'm in the shop I visualise my wardrobe in fact I have my wardrobe downloaded to the House of Colour Lookbook, which is our wardrobe oh, management good. app. Yeah, and, yeah. and I have my wardrobe in my back pocket. So I'm very clear that I'm not buying something I already have, that when I put it into my wardrobe, I can make, every, I mean, every bottom for me needs to have at least six tops to go with it. Mm. At least six tops. That's the minimum. That's not the maximum. That's the minimum. And so when you do that and you're very clear about what you have, what you don't have, how you're going to wear it, where you're going to wear it, all of those questions, then you when and when you're very strict with yourself, the value you get for every item is huge because it's too, too easy to shop. It's too easy to throw things into your basket online. It's too easy. And, and we don't think about it hard enough. Yeah. And our emotions come into it as well. You know, we've spoken about that in the show as well. You know, there are reasons why we reach out and we have an urge to buy stuff. Now, is there anything at the moment in your wardrobe that you might buy that might be part of these five items? I'm very intrigued about this. What you might buy? <laughs> I have I've started my shopping list and I have currently got three things on it. Now those might change. I haven't yeah. actually bought anything this year yet. A pair of jeans to be I can't believe it. I don't have a pair of jeans that are blue jeans. I have a pair of coated jeans, but I don't have blue jeans. Um so that's that's one thing on my list. And and it's a hard purchase because yeah. jeans takes hard work. I think it's a thing you need to go shopping for on its own without anything else in your shopping basket because you've got to work hard to get the jeans that fit you and that you love all of that. So that's yep. a hard one. I need I need I need a skirt. I my skirt wardrobe is shockingly small. And I need a nice casual dress, not a dressy dress. I have a few of those, but I need something that's a bit more casual. So those three things are on my list. That might be, might change. I'm leaving the other two options open because it's still only January. Yes. So we'll <laughs> see where we get to, you know, yeah. and those two might change. But I have spotted a skirt. I have it pinned into my inspiration board. It's very expensive, though. And January is just not a, a lucrative no. money, money wise time for me. So I'm leaving it sit there for a while. I might come across something. Yes. Or uh, you, something similar or it might come down in price or something like that. And it might come right down there. in price. We yeah. are right there with you, Maria. Oh, my God. Payday can't come quick enough in January. Uh, now, <laughs> yes. In other fashion news, I did see comedian and actress Ashling B uh, posted uh, that she did not read the fine print on a movie premiere invite. And she arrived to that premiere in a really casual, like really casual. <laughs> 
casual outfit, right? But it was in fact black tie. Now look, not everyone is a black tie kind of person and there were kind of people there that were a little bit more kind of smart casual. But it mm. did prompt an idea because she was going from another work thing where she was a guest on a podcast to this premiere, which she thought was very casual. Mm. But is there a mm. scenario or what would you advise for us, say for example, if we do have, say, something after work that we need to look nice for, but we don't need to be too formal in our office. Is there a way that we can kind of have that day to night look? Well, I mean, the key, the, there are several things that the easiest way to do it is to change your punctuation and your punctuation are your accessories. Oh, yes. You know, and, and that's the easiest thing to do because they're small. You can put, throw them into your bag. You can take them with you. You can change your shoes from flats to heels. If you're a woman and, and if, if heels are your thing, you can take a smaller, reduce your handbag size, put your lipstick and your credit card and your phone in there uh, and put on your accessories. I mean, that's the simplest, simplest way of moving from day to night. That is simplest. a great, great, great tips. And like you say, you're not bringing sort of, you know, something bulky, you know, particularly I'm thinking of people who might be commuting for work, maybe on a train. You're not going to be bringing like, you know, loads of bag and baggage with you or as like a suit jacket on a on a hanger on a train. That's going to be a disaster. But something like the accessories is a great, great tip. It really, really is. And like you always say as well, slick a lipstick goes a long way really oh, always yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. always always <laughs> I'm and, 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 and read the small print I mean the dress code is there <laughs> yeah. for a reason yeah. now Ashley B has built up many credits over the years so she will get away with it but yeah. if you haven't built up those credits you know you mightn't and and it, it is frowned upon when you when you break those dress codes because it shows respect for your host or, yeah. or you know the event when you adhere to those in in a I mean it, they're sometimes a bit more loose now but you need to have some smartness in your attire shall we say when you're when there's a dress code so oh yeah, yeah. definitely and it's you know we should we should look we should dress up and feel good we absolutely should now we do have a question for you as well that came in on email a week or two ago from a listener now this is a really really I suppose sort of turning point in her life so she's getting ready to go back to work mm-hmm. after maternity leave so she says I'm returning to my job in sales and a lot of the work I do is face to face with clients I do like to look well dressed for work but there seems to be a more kind of smart cat approach in my office now since I've been away from it. I'm quite tall, love to wear bold, strong colours. Is there anything Maria can advise? So I would imagine, Maria, there's all sorts of thoughts going through this lady's head because coming back to work after maternity leave, look at it, it's nerve wracking, isn't it? Oh, it's a very vulnerable time and yeah. I've done it four times, Sinead, and yeah. every time it doesn't get any easier because there are a couple of things. You're, you're doubting, you've been out of your job for maybe six to nine months or maybe a year. You're, you're worried about the person who was doing it when you were there. Are they yeah. better than you or the worst than you? So you have all of that stuff. And will you be faithful? And will you be able to manage your childcare and get there on time and not have spit coming down your back? You know, all those things, <laughs> all those practical things. So so it is a nerve wracking time. And I would suggest if she's someone who loves to wear bold colours and if she's someone who loves to dress smartly from work, smartly for work, well, then she needs to continue to do that. I don't think people should go down mm. if, if they don't feel like they need to go down by, by you know down a notch in their casualness if that doesn't feel right for them the smart casual approach is now ubiquitous pretty much across yeah. workplaces um and and there aren't enforced dress codes anymore which is great because there are no guidelines but it's also confusing 
because there are no guidelines. Yeah. And guidelines, you know, it's like when you're at school and you had a uniform, you had no decision to make in the morning. You yeah. put on your uniform and away you went. Um, and now with this dress codes gone from work, it's hard. And people have moved. Some people have moved down too far. I think some of the mm. dress codes are sometimes too casual. It depends what you're doing. But if she's someone who's client facing and she's the, the face of her brand or her company and she's representing that company, well, then there's a level of appropriateness there always. And if she's building, has to build trust with clients, first impressions count, whether yeah. you like it or not. People make up their mind about you very, very quickly. And you can either retain a customer or lose a customer very quickly, sometimes just based on that. So you know, it's up to her to decide, but I would err on the side of smartness yep. rather than casualness, particularly if she's in a client-facing role. And I um, love that yeah, she's it's, wearing it's, the, the strong colours as well and keep that oh, because yes. sometimes keep, we can doubt that, can't we, after we have yeah, babies no, as well? Don't doubt it. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Keepers, keepers strong colours, it's important. Um, yeah, I was going to say something else and it's gone. Anyway. Oh, I'm so sorry. I interrupted you and you forgot. What no, you no, 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 you didn't. No. <laughs> but no, thank you so much, Maria, for that advice. And thank you so much, listener, for getting in touch. I know what I was going to say. Yes, go for there's, it. There's never been a better time to express your personality because we're not enforced into uniforms, you know, so there mm. isn't a, a there isn't a conformity. And we always had to conform. You had to wear a jacket or you had to wear a shirt and tie. You know, that's not there anymore. So there is a freedom to express your personality, which is wonderful because that hasn't been there for years. And that's there. So do that. And I, it reminded me actually that your, your prompt this morning reminded me of a story of, I heard about a girl who was promoted to a, a senior position in oh, her yeah. company. And, she, and, her, and she was heard to comment, oh, that's great. Now I can wear my floral dresses. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that's so sad. So she wasn't expressing herself. She was wearing what she thought she should wear Mm. to get that promotion. And then she let herself be who she needs to be. And and for me, that's the wrong way around. I'm wondering, and I will never know whether she would have been promoted earlier had she been authentic from the start. Well, this this is an experiment. And I know you've done slight experiments on this, you know, with regards to particularly during COVID, you know, ensuring that your clients are well dressed on Zoom from, you know, the the cami area. We spoke about that an awful lot. And the difference that makes, I know from clients' uh, feedback to you that different things, you know, regarding clothes has given them the confidence, which has gotten them noticed in work, which is really, really important. But I do think that's a very interesting experiment. If you were, to, you know, have your true personality expressed in your clothing, like you're describing about that that, that lady, would she have gotten that position? That's fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Well, when, uh, for me, it's not an if, it's a when. You have mm. to. You have to. You cannot dress in somebody else's clothes. You've got to play your part in your way. And when you don't, you come across as either intimidating, insincere. People don't quite get you as quickly mm. as you would like. And so there's a whole, and there's been so much research about that, Trinidad. This isn't something I make up. This, yeah. this has been researched. And so it, it, it does empower you and people see you for who you are much more quickly. So there is something, there's a lot to be said for expressing who you are. And now without dress codes, we have the freedom to do that, which yeah. is wonderful. Well, it is wonderful. It absolutely is. Maria, thank you so much for all of that great advice for our listener and also for reminding us about the importance of being sustainable. I too, I'm, I haven't bought anything myself this year. I have a lot of gaps, but I'm definitely not going to be rushing into purchases. That's for sure. And I'm going to try this five items for the for the whole year as well. Maria, thank you so much for joining us. 
but you are allowed to buy secondhand, Sinead. Yes, don't that's very them. true. Yeah, it's only, five, it's only five new items. Five so that's new. easier. That's good. That's <laughs> yes. good. That's yeah, a nice yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, of side yeah. print there. Thank you so yeah. much, Maria Macklin there. If you'd like to work with Maria personally, you can get in touch with her. Maria.Macklin at houseofcolour.com. Oh, the 11 to 1 show.